Day 4. Sorry. It is, of course, the hardest word in the language. The lawyers tell you never to apologize because the other side may seize upon it and sue you. Our pride tells us never to apologize. After all, the other person was just as much in the wrong. In family life, saying sorry opens us right up to whatever domestic rebuke or reprisal may come our way. At the very least, it will bring us down off our perch of perceived perfection. Which is, of course, the point. That's why saying sorry goes closely, however surprisingly, with praise and thanksgiving. As we've seen, to praise anything at all, but specially to praise God, requires what you might call a cheerful humility. I am not the centre of the universe. I am not complete or perfect as I am. And I'm delighted and blessed to be part of a world bigger and more beautiful than I am, surrounded by a thousand good gifts which I didn't plan and didn't make. The more you learn humility by the practice of praise, the easier it will be to put the same humility into practice in apologising. And after all, we all know we need to do it. Sometimes one particular failing can make us blind to all the others, so that if we have a besetting sin, a destructive habit we can't shift, we can spend all our time confessing that to God or apologizing for it to the people around us, and then we fool ourselves that this is the only thing that's wrong, when in fact, if only we could get that first thing sorted out, there would be plenty of others to be working on as well. Hmm, working on. That's the problem. Jesus confronted his contemporaries with a stark challenge. The kingdom of God is at hand, so repent and believe the good news. So when we pray, Thy kingdom come, we should expect that God will reply, Very well, so are you repenting and believing? Repentance in Jesus' day was as much about turning away from false social and political visions of God's kingdom as it was about what we think of as personal sins but this was never an either-or. Human life is out of joint at every level. The challenge to repent, to the change of mind and heart, which wraps itself up in the word sorry, it goes all the way down, down into the structures of the way we think, the way we look at the world and other people, down into our imagination and secret hopes and fears and longings. Into that dreamy world, the word sorry intrudes like an alarm clock. But here's the difference. In politics and public life, if you admit a mistake, you don't get forgiven. You just get branded and sneered at forever. In God's new regime, repentance leads to forgiveness, to the slate being wiped clean. Being honest is hard but hopeful. We are to recognize and admit before God and one another that we've blown it again, that we've taken our eye off the ball yet one more time, that we've spent the last weeks or months blundering down the wrong road, that in our heart of hearts we knew it, but somehow it happened anyway. And of course, we all have ways of avoiding getting to that point. I read somewhere recently that the sin is not complete until it is excused. In other words, that, as Paul says in Romans, there comes a point when we are so far gone that our sense of moral direction is itself warped, and we now imagine that actually the sin was a good thing all along. So first we sin, then we make excuses for ourselves. I couldn't help it. I didn't really mean it. It was so-and-so's fault anyway. 
And then we explain that actually, seen from this light now, perhaps it wasn't really sin at all, perhaps it was a good thing in disguise, or perhaps it only appears sinful within an old-fashioned culture which we have left behind. This is bad enough when it happens with individuals. It is disastrous when it happens with societies, as was obviously the case in different parts of the world in the 20th century, and is arguably the case again right now. Saying sorry ourselves thus leads us back to prayer, prayer for God's wounded world, prayer for our friends, as we and they live in that world and long for its redemption. And so we pray, Give us, gracious God, the humility to say sorry to you, to one another, the wisdom to know when we really have messed things up, and the courage to turn from them, and give us the joy of your forgiveness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.